the center of the universe and the Thrive15.com World Headquarters. Let's go! Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Selner and the Forest Small Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year in your ear, Clay Clark. It's the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Three, two, one. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. For those of you who are tuning in from other places throughout the country, we appreciate you so much. You know, at the past, at the last in-person workshop, we met people from uh, California, people from Canada, we had some people from Texas, we had people from England, uh, people from all over the planet are beginning to learn more and more about the, the business school without the BS. What did I say? Business school without the BS? Yes. And as captain of the ship, my name is Clay Clark. I'm the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year. And I have been sent here on a mission, on a purpose to mentor millions. And when I say I'm on a, on a mission to help you, when I'm on a mission to mentor millions, I sincerely am on a mission to help get you in that, in that, in that situation, in that, in that position where you're going to be financially free and you're going to have the time freedom that you've always been uh, thinking about. I mean, here's a rhetorical question for you. Here's something to think about, something to marinate on. If you had all of the money in the world, if you had all the money in the world, right? I mean, if you had that, what would you be doing right now? Well, let's say you had all the money and all the time freedom. What would you be doing right now? Um, I, I view money as just a unit of time. Um, that might be a weird, a weird thought, but let's just go with me on that rabbit trail for a second. I view money to be just a unit of time. So basically, if you have a bunch of money, you can buy your time back when you're alive. Uh, you, you can't make more time, but you can buy it back. As an example, uh, over this past weekend, uh, my, my wife and I, we went to uh, Atwoods, as we typically do. We go to Lowe's, as we typically do. And I basically spent the weekend uh, planting trees, uh, feeding chickens, trying to kill and trap that that bobcat that keeps ravaging our, our chickens in our in our in our, uh, our backyard. There, uh, we spent time with the bunny. I, we have this new bunny. I thought I thought that the bunny was going to be a a boy, uh, but it turns out that the bunny was a girl. So I named the bunny Carl. Uh, but now that we've spent so much time getting to know Carl, uh, we feel like that we need to keep uh, the, the 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 name Carl, which is causing some gender confusion for the for the rabbit, I'm sure. But the thing is, I was able to enjoy those things because I didn't have to. To do something else. Um, during the work day, uh, I don't go and get my own lunch. Uh, there's a great uh, thriver out there called the Urban Lunchbox, and I buy lunch from him because I'd rather eat healthy and automate uh, my, my good eating habits by having him uh, provide the food and drop it off for me. So I'm asking you this. What are some of those things that you're doing right now that you wouldn't do uh, if you had the, the financial freedom to pay somebody else to do it or to automate it or to hire somebody or to outsource it or whatever. So today we're talking about this concept called purpose. Purpose. What is your purpose? What is that that purpose? What my purpose? Oh, my special purpose? Is it to, um, you know, I guess to retire before I'm 65 or at 65? Uh, is my purpose to get a degree? No, no, I'm saying why? Like, why would you get a degree? Why would you want to retire? What, what, would, what do you want to do? What, what is it that you truly are put on the planet to do? 
Uh, I owe you a, a special thank you, by the way, because I know my purpose. My purpose is to mentor millions. I have no other purpose as it relates to business than to do that. And as it relates to being a, 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 a human and a, and a husband, uh, I feel like my, it's my duty, it's my job to try to become the best husband I could possibly be. And I'm fairly competitive, so I, I hope that you're a great husband if you're listening and you're a man, but I hope that I'm a slightly better husband than you because I am very competitive. And so we're talking about this purpose, right? We're going to talk about the seven steps that you need to take to guarantee your success once you have determined your purpose. If you don't know what your purpose is, uh, here's something that I would encourage you to do. This is, this is an exercise that I've done often throughout the years to help me find uh, my purpose. I ask myself, one, if I, if, I, if I had the time freedom and financial freedom right now, what would I be doing? You write down that answer. And then the second question to ask yourself is, why would I do that? And the third question, you guessed it, we're peeling back the onion. We're getting down to the power of why. That's W-H-Y. Why, why would you do that? So again, if you had all the, if you had all the money and all the, the time you could possibly have, what would you be doing? And then why would you be doing that? And then one more time, why? And there you will find your purpose. And so we get on to step number one to help you guarantee your success. You, you absolutely have to do this. I have seen people absolutely throw away all of their potential by not implementing these seven steps. So once you have your purpose, you want to write down these seven steps. You want to activate them. You want to, Thomas Edison said that knowledge without application is absolutely meaningless. So you have to take action once you know these seven steps. So step number one, you must recognize the negative powers of drifting and commit to never become a drifter. Let me write this down, okay? Let me give you some time to write this down. You must recognize the negative powers of drifting, and you must commit to never giving in to them. So here's an example. I don't, I don't know what you wrote down. I don't know what, don't know what your purpose is, um, but uh, my purpose, you know, I, I, have, uh, I wrote down my, my F6 here, my, my F6 goals. So my faith goals is I like to get out to church once per week. And I prefer to go to a church where the music uh, style is the African-American praise and worship experience. Uh, you know, Brother Carlton Pearson obviously is no longer a Christian, but back in the day when he was, uh, his church, Higher Dimensions, uh, was incredible. I, lo- I loved the music, the energy, the preaching, the teaching. I loved the whole thing. Um, so, so, Faith, what are your goals and when do you need to do that? Right Then, then family. What are your family goals? Uh, my wife and I, we wanted to have five kids. Uh, we wanted to kind of live off the grid and be enveloped by trees and, and chickens and to sort of live off the grid. And uh, that's what we do, right? And then friendships. Uh, who do you want to get close to? Who do you want to get to know? Who do you want to be in your inner circle? Who do you want to be able to pick up the cell phone and call? I mean, being able to get a hold of, of Michael Levine, the, the former PR consultant for Nike, uh, for uh, you know Pizza Hut, for um, Carlton or, or sorry uh, Charlton Heston. I got a, kind of a Carlton kick here. Charlton Heston, Cameron Diaz. I mean, to be able to get a hold of that PR consultant is powerful. You know, uh, to be able to get a hold of uh, Lee Cockrell, the former executive vice president who used to manage Walt Disney World Resorts. I mean, that was huge uh, for me getting a chance to know him. But it didn't, it didn't just happen. I did not drift into these relationships. I mean, David Robinson, the NBA Hall of Famer, who would have thought he would have teamed up with the Thrive15.com team? So again, what are your faith goals? What are your family goals, right? Then what are your friendship goals? And what are your goals for your fitness? 
fitness? This isn't a fitness show. Why are you talking about fitness? Well, allegedly, the human body, if it's dead, uh, can't do anything else, right? I mean, some of you are thinking... Well, actually, you know, if you if you die, you get to go on for eternity and be with in fellowship with God. Well, that this, that might be true, but this is not the 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 show where we really get into that too much, right? So your faith, your family, right? Your 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 fitness, your friendships, right? The next one would be your finances, right? What are your goals for that? And then what are your goals for fun? I mean, what would you do for fun if you had all of the time in the world available for you? I mean, what would you be doing for fun? Now, this is what society wants you to do, and I encourage you to uh, um, not believe what I'm saying because if you don't believe what I'm saying, it kind of sets up a a better uh, relationship for us because, you know, if you try to Google search everything, um, you know, that I'm saying and then you try to, you know, prove that I'm making stuff up, things will just be better for you. So here here you go. Time magazine uh, did a study. It was also published in The Atlantic. And it says the average American, I'll give you some time to type it in, the average American has less, right, has less than $400 saved. I'll give you some time to type that in. The average, again, 7 in 10 Americans, according to USA Today, have less than $1,000 saved. 63% of Americans don't have $500 saved. I mean, I can go on with that. 63% of Americans don't have $500 saved, according to Forbes. The Atlantic uh, magazine came out and said that uh, kind of a troubling statistic that the average American doesn't have even $400 saved. And then USA Today piles on with the, the fun, the, the, these are the, 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 the fun news. This just in, fun news, fun news. This just in from USA Today. Nearly 7 in 10 Americans have less than $1,000 saved. But how is that possible? Well, I'll tell you how. It's, it's because people are drifting. So this is what society wants you to do. Society wants you to go to college and then get some student debt. It's healthy to get some student debt. We all need to get student debt. It's subliminal, right? Student debt. We should all get a degree so you have something to fall back on, like a ton of debt. Okay, now the next thing is don't get married until your late 20s. I mean, it would be irresponsible for you to get married, you know, before you're 27, 28, 29. I mean, you know, God forbid if you got married before you're 30. Didn't you get married when you were 20? I did. And that's why I have the problems I have today, right? 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 Think, think about that. You need, you need to buy a Prius or a Honda, some kind of four-door uh, hybrid car. You should, you should do that. I mean, the Hummer that I bought is absolutely crazy. You know, I shouldn't buy a Hummer, you know, unless you hate the environment and you hate America, you know. Then you want to buy a house. Now, you want, want, to, get, you want to get a house that's kind of one of these... Uh, Eco-friendly, small, minimalist, minimal footprints in a heavily concentrated urban, uh, urban renewal area. You, know, you want to live in a house that used to be like a reclaimed uh, warehouse, you know, because the guys at CNN, you know, are passionate about you doing that, and they, it's better to just, you know, uh, make as little of an impact on the planet as possible. In fact, it's better, I mean, to have nothing materialistic at all, so that way when you die, it's like you weren't even here, you know what I mean? And, but, but then you should get some debt. So before you're 30, you should have some car debt, some home debt, a mortgage, you know, you should have a, a car loan, you should have some student debt, and then you should start having some kids, right? You should have like two kids. I mean, you shouldn't have three kids. You know, I have five kids, and so five. When you have five kids, people look at you all the time. If you go to, if you go out for grocery shopping, whenever I go to Sprouts, you know, people will walk up to me. They kind of look at you and they kind of make that face, like that judgmental face, like, "Don't you know what, how that happens? Are, are, are you are you are you guys Mormon? I mean, what's why do you have five kids? Are you do you not care about the environment? I mean, no, we chose to have five kids, right? Then you should save for retirement because you never want to actually find something you're passionate." 
Senate about to do? I mean, according to Gallup, I encourage you to go. This is the sad part here. You know, Gallup, uh, the Gallup poll. This is this is the sad news here. The average American doesn't like their job. You, you ever thought about that? The average American uh, does not enjoy their occupation. So let me talk talk about how sad that is in my mind. You're spending on an average of 40 hours a week at work, let's say, right? But according to Gallup, only 13% of you, you should Google that, 13% of you are actually engaged in the job, meaning that you actually care, which means that 87% of people are going to basically buy a car, get a, get a, get a, get a car loan, get a mortgage, uh, have a couple kids, save for retirement, not have even $500 left, not even have, after going through this stupid process, you end up only having $500 saved, and then you're working at a job for five-sevenths of your week. You, you, did you see what I did there? It's for if you, The average work week, right, has uh, the average week, you know, if you think about all the weeks and you kind of go, don't most days have a Sunday? Yeah, so the average week, you know, has, what, seven days, right? And if you work five of those days, what are you doing? Are you even going the right direction? I believe that you might just be drifting. And so when we come back, we're going to talk about how to put your purpose first, how to put your goals first and let your goals be your compass and not just a rear view mirror. Because sometimes it's, it's, it's hard to do the right thing. It's hard. We're in a very pressure cooked society. Everyone's pulling at us, trying to get us to do what they want us to do. It's hard to do the right thing. My name is Cody Albright, and this is my wife, Rachel Albright, and we are from Inola, Oklahoma. Uh, we don't actually own a business yet. We're starting uh, a business with my father-in-law, her dad, uh, Sierra Pools and Spas. We actually heard about it from my dad, who listens to the Thrive Time Show on 1170, and he's an entrepreneur, so he recommended this conference to us. I have learned mainly just the skills to get started with the business. I kind of came in like not knowing even where to start, where to begin, just feeling a little bit overwhelmed with the whole process. And I feel like Clay really gave us the information to not only get started, but once we do get started, to get moving with the business and actually get things rolling. Being in the beginning process, I, uh, I don't know much. I didn't come in into this uh, conference, I didn't know much about uh, sales, business, um, marketing, and uh, nothing I learned in high school. And so I, I feel like I learned actually a tremendous amount of things, practical things I could put to use. Uh, I would describe it very welcoming, uh, atmospheric, warm, is that a word? I guess. So. Yeah, it's very um, relaxed. Clay is very um, great speaker. He made it really fun, lots of energy. So yeah, it was a great experience. Very homey. It's awesome. It's a little bit eclectic, but um, you definitely get a sense of what they believe in and um, their energy here and their purpose here. You can definitely see it all over the walls and everywhere. I would describe him very well, a very well communicator, um, very funny, very energetic, uh, very passionate, very knowledgeable, uh, and just fun to listen to. He's very interactive. Um, play always 
was there to answer any questions that we have um, at any point we could answer any or ask any questions and he was very willing to answer them and even in between um, he's very approachable talk to him about anything I would say they're missing just the jump start to get their business to a place where it's um, um, serving them and where it's really making the profit that they want to see it's it's accomplishing the goals that they have in their mind I say they're missing the practical skills to make that happen. Clay does not try to upsell you on anything. Um, he's definitely here to just help you out. He wants to give you all the skills that um, you need to get your business where you want it to be. So there's no pressure. It's totally relaxed. Yes, I would say I describe it no pressure, and I'm a people pleaser, so um, I would fall into those sort of things and uh, things. But yeah, I would say it's very relaxed, very non-pushy. It's definitely worth your time. It's definitely worth the money um, because all the things that he's going to teach you, um, you learn them in a very quick amount of time, but they're all very applicable if you actually put in the time to use them. And you've given me the best gift that I've ever known. You give me purpose every day. You give me Thrive Nation, welcome back into the conversation. Today we're talking about purpose and specifically how to keep yourself how to, how to keep yourself from failing. We're going to teach you the seven steps that you must take to guarantee your success. And if you're just tuning in, I want to make sure you're not missing this core concept. Society, um, our, our country, our, the world, um, the, the world at large, Facebook, the, the, the media, people, are going to, as a general rule, influence our decision, our decisions unless we're very intentional about designing the life that we want. So I'm going to give you some statistics that I want you to wrestle with, um, maybe argue with, maybe things that you disagree. Maybe you want to just text us right now, 918-851-6920. Again, you can text 918-851-6920. Text any of your business questions, and we will gladly answer those for you. But here is something, a, a statistic according to Gallup. It says that only, only 13% of employees actually like their job. Only 13% of employees are, are, are engaged at their job, according to Gallup, right? But then, according to Time Magazine, Time Magazine did a study, uh, The Atlantic also published a study that said the average American, okay, the average American has less than $400 saved, you know, less than $400 saved. But then you look at USA Today, and USA Today did a study that came out there on, on October 9th of 2016. A guy by the name of uh, Sean Williams uh, published a report, and it said that nearly 7 in 10 Americans have less than $1,000 in savings. So if you don't like your job, and you're not getting ahead financially, what are you doing? What, what is your what is your purpose? I mean, so I we I challenged you earlier to write down your F six goals. If you had all the time and all the money uh, possible, what would you be doing with your time? Uh, what would you be doing if you had all the time, all the money? What would you be doing with your time? How would you invest those units of time? And it, once you know your F six goals, your goals for your faith, your goals for your family, your goals for your friendships, your goals for your fitness, your goal for your, your goals for your finances, your goals for your uh, for, for your fun, then it becomes very easy to make the decisions you need to make on a daily basis. Because once you have your F6 goals in front of you, 
And I highly recommend, I highly recommend, I encourage you. I've met many successful people that do this. I've met zero successful people that don't do this. Maybe I should repeat that. I've met many successful people that have done this. And I've met no successful people that have not done this. Um, you want to write down your goals and put them somewhere where you can see them, where they remind you, where they, where they taunt you, where they encourage you, where they keep you on course because your goals if you're living an intentional life where you know your purpose, should be your compass, not your rear view mirror. And so step number one, step number one is you must acknowledge that drifting is a, is you must recognize that the, the negative powers of drifting and you must commit that you're never going to drift. So I'm going to read you a notable quotable from Napoleon Hill. And when I read it to you, I want you to understand how powerful his books were to me. Now remember, Napoleon Hill was the personal apprentice of Andrew Carnegie. Think about that. He was the personal apprentice of Andrew Carnegie. He interviewed, uh, you know, Andrew Carnegie, Henry Ford, uh, uh, you know, William Wrigley. I mean, the who's who, Thomas Edison, the people who really made it happen in America, people who took the industrial, uh, where, where it was, just the beginnings of the industrial America and took it to the next level. And he distilled their knowledge, their words of wisdom, their, their, their ideas, their visions, their, their, their proven methods into a book called Think and Grow Rich. And when I read that book, it absolutely set me down the path. That one book isn't the only book that I've read. You know, I'm like Ty Lopez where I, I'm on this social media saying, you know, I read like a book every like, you know, five hours. You know, I just run around with models and in airplanes and I read these books and then millions of dollars just come to me. No, I've had to read a lot of case studies. I've had to learn how search engine optimization works. You're going to have to learn that too. I've had to learn how to build dynamic websites. I've had to learn how to build ad copy that works. I've had to learn management, sales, marketing. Man so, so many of our podcasts are about those details. But today we're talking about your purpose. And Napoleon Hill made such a big impression on me that I named my son Aubrey Napoleon Hill Clark. So my son, his name is Aubrey Napoleon Hill Clark. Aubrey after his grandfather, after his grandfather on his mother's side, and then Napoleon Hill after the author. So Aubrey Napoleon Hill Clark. And here is the notable quotable from Napoleon Hill coming in hot. It says, drifting is the most common cause of failure in every walk of Life. Oh, 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 you someone should write that down. Drifting is the most common cause of failure in in every walk of life. I can control anyone anyone whom I can induce to form the habit of drifting on any subject. The reason for this is twofold. First, the drifter is just so much putty in my hands to be molded into whatever pattern I choose. Because drifting destroys the power the power of individual initiative. Second, the drifter cannot get help from my opposition because the opposition is not attracted to anything so soft and useless. What is he talking about? What he's talking about is that uh, he, he believes you can have like a positive mental attitude or a negative mental attitude. Uh, some people would call it the, the devil uh, or, or Satan. Uh, he would call it your, your negative attitude. Or you would, oh, We're not going to get too spiritual with this, but the point is, the point is, is that he believes, because he's seen it firsthand, that once somebody begins drifting and doing what other people want them to do, they're stuck in a rut and they can never really get 
ahead. They just they, they seem like they're always, so what they do is they go out there and they get a student loan. And then, then they finally start to pay it down, then they get a car loan. And then they get a, then they get a mortgage. And then, they, and then they start to save for retirement. And then all of a sudden they look up and go, ah, oh, crap, I'm 70. And so what we want to do is we want to help you wake up right now. You see, people typically do not have a breakthrough until they have a breakdown. Oh, see, somebody just had an epiphany. Pfft, knowledge bombs all over the Thrive Nation. The Thrivers in Australia, the Thrivers in Toronto, you listening right now, we're having Thrivers having knowledge bombs, you know, like old school Saddam. You know what I'm saying? Like, pfft, pfft. Did you just do a Desert Storm reference? The point is, the point is, work with me on this. Most people don't have a breakthrough until they've had a breakdown, but that's not going to be you. You are going to figure out your purpose today, and if you already know it, you're going to determine right now you're not going to drift. Now, when we come back, we're going to get more into the second step, which is you must fight for what matters to you. I mean, once you know what you want to do, you're going to have to fight for it because people are going to think that uh, what you want to do is not normal. It's not uh, it, it's not uh, OK. It's not accepted by society. I mean, when I decided that we wanted to homeschool our kids because the public schools, just statistically speaking, are failing. Uh, so many people were like, it's so offensive. It's so crazy. You just, do you not like teachers? Do you not believe in the school system? Or when I decided I want to start my own business, right, because 7 out of 10 Americans don't have $1,000 saved and because Gallup is showing less than 15% of people like what they do for a living, when I decided I wanted to control my own destiny and start my own company, people are saying, are you sure you want to start a business? People keep saying, are you, are you sure? Do you have what it takes? Did you, did you go get your MBA? I mean, have you? Did you have your MBA yet? Or because if you don't have your MBA, you're not going to make it. I mean, I know that you know Steve Jobs and, and Bill Gates made it, but you probably won't make it. So when you know your purpose, it's unnerving and alarming to people. So when we come back, we're going to teach you how to fight for what matters to you, how to fight for your big goals, so that you are in control of your destiny. Augustine Icapelli, and I'm from Wichita, Kansas, and uh, CEO of Augustino Brewing. Well, I heard about them from, uh, uh, I'd already been a Thriver on uh, Thrive 15, and uh, through that platform, I found out that uh, there were in-person wor workshops and one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching available, so I decided to uh, check it out, and it's been fantastic. Oh, I've learned uh, a lot about uh, how we're going to better target our online presence for our business to attract and bring more people into uh, the doors of our brick and mortar uh, brewery and restaurant. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. And today we are talking about a subject that I absolutely could not be more passionate about. It is the subject of purpose, specifically your purpose. This is, this is, this is the show where we go below the epidermis. We get into that marrow. We go into that uncharted territory that almost nobody gets into. We're talking about the stuff behind the stuff. And we're talking about the seven steps that you absolutely have to take if you want to guarantee your success. So step number one is you have to recognize the negative powers of drifting and you have to decide and commit mentally that you are not going to drift. You have to know your goals. You have to design the life if 
you want. If you're just tuning in, you got to go hear the beginning of it. But I'm telling you what, you want to write down those F6 goals, your goals for your faith, your family, your finances, your fitness, your friendships, right? Your fun. Because if you do not do that, according to USA Today, 7 out of 10 of you, not you people, we have the, the most incredible listeners in the world listening to our show. We're not talking about you people. I'm talking about other people. But the average person, 7 out of 10, 7 out of 10 Americans. Now, I, I realize we have a lot of thrivers in different countries. So many of you are going, well, that's good. That's good because, you know, in Australia, we have it all figured out. You know, in Canada, it's all figured out. You crazy Americans have the problems. But 7 out of 10 Americans have less than $1,000 saved. But yet Gallup is showing that only 13% of you, not, not, again, not you people, it's other people, they don't even like their job. So what happens is once you realize that, okay, I'm going to spend five, by default, I'm going to spend five-sevenths. Again, remember, by default, that means but the, the, the setting, like a computer has a, a default. So if you, if, you, if you set the default and you change it, you know, when you're typing something, every time that you type, you'll always be typing in uh, Times New Roman, you know. But then when someone changes the default to, like, uh, the Arial font or Courier or something, then you always end up uh, typing that way. Now, if some guy in your office is trying to screw with you, hypothetically this has happened to me from time to time, somebody in the office will change the default so you'll, you'll, be, you'll be typing on wingdings or something and you can't figure out how to change it. But the point is, you want to make, you got to understand that by default, you're going to do the following. One, you're going to have student debt, college debt. Two, you're going to then have a, a car debt. Three, you're going to have a mortgage. Four, you're going to have about two kids on average. Five, you're going to have less than $500 saved unless you're intentional about designing the life you want today and then going and getting it. Now, drifting is a thing, is, it's so dangerous because society wants to pull you in this way. It's so easy to do what everybody else is doing, right? And then when you do something that other people, uh, that's not normal, people will then say to you that you're not normal. I hear all the time, you are so eccentric. You're so eccentric. I would hate to be centric. Centric would mean that I, I have that I don't like my job, and then I have less than $1,000 saved, and that uh, my business is failing. That's not good. So step number two, you got to fight for what matters. Now, I'm going to give you a, a, another notable quotable from Napoleon Hill, the best-selling author, the number one self-help author of all time before the chicken soup for the soul guy emerged, right? Chicken soup for the soul. Who would have thought the number one best-selling book ever was the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. But before that, Napoleon Hill sold millions and millions of copies of his book, Think and Grow Rich, which distills the tactics, the strategies, these proven methodologies, the, the principles for achieving success. And here is, is, is his notable quotable. He says, A drifter is one who permits himself to be influenced and controlled by circumstances. Oh, you see, ladies, he said he. He didn't say she. So, ladies, I guess that you are totally excused from this uh, uh, concept. No, he says, a drifter is one who permits himself to be influenced and controlled by circumstances outside of his own mind. He would rather let people occupy his mind and do the thinking for him than to go through the trouble of thinking for himself. A drifter is one who accepts whatever life throws in his way without making a protest or putting up a fight. He, again, he didn't say she, he says he doesn't know what he wants from life and spends all of his time getting just that. A drifter has lots of opinions, but they're not his own. Oh, oh, oh. So I will just give you an example of what, of how this has played out in my life. 
I remember I wanted to start my own business when I was in college. I remember having that idea. I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to do it. Well, when I, you first um, you know, have the idea, what, what, what would you do? What I did is I wrote it down. I just wrote down, I want to start my own business. And I went across the hall and I asked some of the guys, uh, what should I name the company? Now, Jason, who I was talking to, was very supportive. And he was like, well, you should call it uh, uh, this or that. We're brainstorming. He came up with the idea DJ Connection. He, he came up with the concept of DJ Connection, the name. And if you go to djconnection.com, uh, that name today is still DJ Connection as a result of Jason White coming up with that name. And my concept was there's entertain there's brides, there's uh, event planners, there's people everywhere trying to plan a party, you know, for a, a party for a 13-year-old, a party for a bat mitzvah, a party for a bar mitzvah, 40th party, wedding, anniversary, corporate party, whatever. And they're all looking for a great DJ, but yet most DJs are not great. And so my thought was if I could connect people to great entertainment, uh, perhaps that could be a thing. Hence, DJ Connection. Uh, thus, we did millions and millions of dollars of revenue. I was able to exit that business at a young age. And now I'm on the microphone with you. And now I uh, am an owner and a partner with many, many different businesses. I'm the marketing strategist for orthodontists, doctors, dentists. I've worked with Hugh, Hewlett-Packard, O'Reilly's, uh, Auto Parts, Val, uh, Valspar, um, UPS. I've spoken to these people. I've, I've advised some of these companies. It's just kind of a bizarre uh, life that I now lead um, with all of our, our companies. Now, Elephant in the Room uh, is, is taking off our, our, our chain of men's grooming lounges. And really, things are going very, very well. But I want to help you get to where you want to go. That is my purpose, right? So what happened is when I wanted to start DJ Connection, after I got the idea, I started telling some people. And without exception, every single person I spoke to said, "Yeah, but what are you going to fall back on? I, I don't, I don't know whether you should do that. Maybe you wait till, maybe you should wait till you graduate from college." And I am so glad that I fought with uh, the ideas they gave me, and I fought back, and I dropped out. Because if I didn't drop out, I would have had a bunch of, uh, uh, I would have had a bunch of student debt, and then I would have thought, well, I probably should, have, you know, just take a job in the industry, you know, since I already have a degree in that industry, right? Then, then the, the habit of drifting would have begun. Then I would have said, well, you know, since I have a, uh, you know, degree in this in industry and I've almost paid off my debt, but now I've established kind of a reputation in this niche, I should probably go ahead and and, and stick with that. And then I should probably, and the next thing you know, you end up being like the average American. That's not good. So I'm asking you right now, what do you need to fight for? In what areas do you have a, a vision for your life that, that is not centric? It's not normal. We have a thriver who's a school teacher, and uh, he was sharing his story at the last conference. But he heard this concept of not drifting, and uh, he decided he's going to quit being a teacher and start his own tutoring company. Well, now he has 40, uh, he said 44 kids who are members to his uh, tutoring program where he helps kids improve their ACT scores and their overall test-taking abilities, their communication skills, their written skills, their reading skills, their math skills, and they, on average, they pay $500 a month. So take the math. What's 44 times 500? Ah, uh, that would be, oh, come on, somebody work with me. Remember, we take the number, okay? We take 44 times 500, that'd be $22,000. Homeboy's bringing in $22,000 a month. I'm pretty, I bet you he's glad that he fought, that he fought for that decision, right? Because everybody told him he shouldn't do it. Why, why are you going to give up your career? Why would you want to start your own business? What are you going to fall back on? What if it doesn't work? 
isn't that market already crowded? When we come back, we're going to teach you how to fight for the life you want. My name is Brian Zimmerman. I'm from Castle Rock, Colorado. I own an e-learning platform that educates and teaches people how to start side incomes. There's a few things that I've learned here. One being just the ease in having a system of actually starting a business and then executing it. And then also being able to build systems around your entire process when it comes to building a successful business. I first heard about the Thrive Business Coaching platform through an ad or something I, I seen online and I was a veteran and so I was um, able to join their veteran program and start the Thrive program that way and I've since become a coaching client and, and have worked with Thrive now for almost two years. I describe the overall workshop experience is phenomenal, it's, it's great, I love the environment, I love the way that Clay presents and teaches, it's a way that not only allows me to comprehend what's going on, but he explains it in a way to where it just makes sense and it's an easy to follow process. For anyone that's ever been to the Thrive 15 headquarters, I would describe it as showing up to Disneyland <laughs> only for business experience. It's, it's, it's an amazing place, the environment's great, uh, the team is amazing, and um, even better, it's just it's a really cool environment with the quotes and the different decor all over the place. This place is awesome. Yeah, I would describe Clay's presentation and teaching style as the, he's almost like, he's a comedian, uh, but he explains it in a way to where he adds humor and it's fun, it's exciting. It keeps you engaged. You don't feel like you're falling asleep or getting bored. There's a lot of conferences and other things that I've been to where it's like, I'm itching to stand up. Uh, but it's almost uh, here, I'm on the edge of my seat, and I'm gauged and I'm ready to learn at all times. And so it's been fun. The interaction level has been great. There's segments where there's breakouts to where Clay's ready, he's available to answer any questions. The communication between the other classmates has been great. I've learned different things from other members that have been here as well. So the engagement has been phenomenal. I, I love it, it's been great. For anyone that's never attended a Thrive 15 workshop, you're missing out on community. You're missing out on support. I think it's important to be able to step away from your business and not only step away from your business, but to engage with other business owners so you can learn their perspectives, their ideas, and what it is that they're learning and really get an altitude perspective of what it is that you're doing so you can see other ways to actually fix and correct what it is that you're doing so you can grow and build your business. The Thrive Conference is different from a lot of other seminars and trainings because there is no upsells. There is you're not expecting for that, oh, wait a minute, oh, here it comes, here's that pitch, and the next thing you know, people are running, standing up and running in the back of the room or worried about another sales pitch. There's none of that here. It's straight content, how you can build, how you can grow your business, and then you implement what it is that you can with your business, and then you execute it. I would recommend that other people attend the Thrive 15 workshop because if you're looking for an easy process to follow, a step-by-step -step system, and have support and guidance, this is where it's at. I have attended a lot of different trainings, a lot of different seminars, and I don't think there's been anything as easy to follow, at least for me, as this, not only the teaching style, but then the direction and then the imp implementation and the plans that they've laid out here at Thrive 15. I made a mixtape in my dorm room. I can't believe this. It doesn't seem true. I won't stop though, till everybody knows. Thrive Time Show on your radio. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now we here.
All right. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. I did start from the bottom and now I am here. My name is Clay Clark, the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, the father of five kids, and I am absolutely honored to have the opportunity to broadcast uh, to you in Tulsa Live and to you, the listener, all over the planet. I, I, in fact, moving forward, I'm just going to call you the Thriver because that's what you are. You're, you're not, you're not a, a listener. You're a Thriver. You're a diligent doer. You're the kind of person that w- once you know what to do, you do it. You've always been that way. You're, you're always the person who says, you know, listen, I, I might not be the smartest guy, but I'll always outwork you. I will always do what I need to do. And so on this show, we're talking about how you specifically can live a life by design, uh, to live a life on purpose, to live a life of intentionality. Um, We're talking about purpose. And so once you know your purpose, there's seven steps that you must take to guarantee your success. One is you have to recognize, step number one, you have to recognize, step one, that you have to recognize the negative powers of drifting. And you must commit to not drifting. You got to understand that, that that's a huge issue. That's like the number one reason that people don't succeed is they they just drift. You know, society says, oh, you need to get a degree. And you're thinking, I don't know if I need a degree, but you get a degree and now you have student debt. And then you want to do something else with your career, but then you go, well, I already have a degree in this subject. And then society comes along and says, well, Greg, you already have a degree in that, so you should probably do that for a living. And then... You think about buying an old car, paying cash for it, you know, having no debt because you've listened to some Dave Ramsey, and then society comes along and says, no, you should finance a brand new hybrid Prius to be a responsible human. And then you say, you know, maybe I want to live debt free. I want to live one of those like, you know, small, tiny homes or something where I can live debt free. And then society comes along and says, you need to get a mortgage. And guess what? You're pre-qualified to pay off a mortgage until you die. And that is how the average American... Okay, the average American, according to USA Today, this is not good stuff. The average American, seven out of 10 Americans, have less than $1,000 saved. According to the Atlantic, the average American has less than $400 saved. And according to Gallup, how did we get here? I mean, how did we get here? We got here by drifting. According to Gallup, 13% of people like their job. Everybody else is not liking their job. So you've got to fight for the life that you want. So write down your F6 goals, your goals for your faith, your goals for your family, your goals for your finances, your goals for your fitness, your friendships, and fun. And if you missed those F6, again, that's faith, family, finances, fitness, fun, faith, family, finances, friendships, fitness, fun. That is the F6, okay? Now, the next thing, step number three, is you must avoid the hypnotic rhythm of failure by living by living a non-purposeful and non-intentional life. You must avoid the hypnotic rhythm. So here is the rhythm that I see all over the planet all the time. Here it is. I'm going to go to work because that's what you know I'm supposed to do. Then I'm going to, when I come home from work, I'm going to uh, uh, basically uh, honor a bunch of obligations. I'm going to do a bunch of things that I didn't sign up for, but I'm going to go ahead and do those obligations. And then I'm going to, so as an example, my son decided to play hockey, you know, and, uh, you know, one of the things is like, hey, you know, the parents as a, as a, you know, because you're a parent of a hockey player, you know, we need you guys to, one of you parents needs to go to uh, uh, the store, you know, and get uh, uh, ice cream or get, uh, you know, uh, carbonated beverages, you know, for the kids, you know, and candy bars. So that way after the game, you know, all the kids have refreshments. 
Well, that seems to me, to me, it seems like a, a reasonable ask, except I didn't sign up for it. I don't want to do it. No. So I'll pay for them. I'll, I'll gladly donate money to the cause, but I'm not going to go. I have a very busy schedule. You do too. I'm not going to take time out of my schedule to drive around like a wild man right after work at five o'clock and to drive around to Walgreens or Walmart or, or Sam's Club or whatever and to try or, or, or uh, uh, what, what is the one? It, it is over there. You, you can picture Walgreens. We've got CVS. You know, I don't want to drive around picking up refreshments. I'm not going to do that. My homeowners association. We have a monthly meeting. We're going to meet and talk about the uh, the association uh, and what we're going to do in our plans to modify the pool. We're going to make our home association great again. Well, no, I. That's why I'm no longer in a homeowners association. That's why I live off the grid. But that crap used to fill up my schedule. And then the Chamber of Commerce, you know, has a monthly meeting, the state of the state, you know, where the mayor's going to come in and tell us how he's going to fix everything, you know, and all well, the new regulations they're passing, you know, they're going to make it more difficult for people like you and me to do business. I used to go to that stuff, legislation, you know, meetings, legislative meetings, meetings for my association, meetings with my peer group, meetings with, get out of here. I'm telling you, I, now I live a very purposeful life, right? But I'm telling you, if you're not careful... You're going to drift, and your schedule is just going to get filled with all this crap that society says you're supposed to do. You're supposed to watch the news. You know, you got to watch the news. Let me just go to our local news and read you what you're missing if you don't watch the news. Because I think it's powerful. We need to know, you know, if we miss the news, if we're going to be complete morons, right, and miss the news, here's what you're missing out on today. And hopefully it doesn't autoplay the stupid video that it's going to show but i'm going to read you the the local the local news here that i would be missing okay severe weather is possible i mean isn't severe weather always possible at some point i don't know maybe maybe, i've never not one time in my entire life uh that i can think of since i've been like 18 years old since i could make decisions i've never looked at a weather report and thought well i'll let that get in the way of what i had planned i mean i've been to if you own a business Work with me on this. Thrivers, years ago, we had this crazy snowstorm in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that was like multiple feet of snow. And you know what I did? I went to Lowe's, I bought generators, and I fired up our call center because the clients we were working with in different states, you know, Florida, Texas, if you're a listener right now in California, you don't care what the weather's like in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You just want great customer service. And so that's what we did. Then it says, police found man dead inside a North Tulsa home. Doesn't that happen every day? Isn't they, they always find a man dead and found a found a man, they uh, found a man dead in Broken Arrow. They found a man dead in Tulsa. I mean, that doesn't help me to know that. Then it says at least one dead, more than a dozen dead in a shooting inju- in a shooting more than a dozen injured critically in a shooting accident in Cincinnati. What am I? What, why am I watching this stuff, my friend? We're not going to be young forever. We've got to understand that life is not a dress rehearsal. We've got to take the action to make to design the life that we want right now. Today is your day, and so to help just hammer this idea into your head, I've recorded a lyrical miracle for you. If I was more talented, I would sing. You want to hear it? Here it goes. If you've ever had to bury your hopes and dreams behind the mediocre scenes of being realistic, rest assured, my friend, you do not have to be another statistic. You do not have to spend your life in a comfortable cage, being content to make that salaried wage. Rest assured, my friend, there is another way. Listen, today is the start of a brand new era for you. A day where you start with a plan and you look at the man in the mirror for truth. Success is a choice you once clouded with fear. Now you see things are so clear. You can build it like a petting zoo. Your time to shine is overdue. Yes. I wanna be forever young 
think you can see, but you can achieve it. Do you really want to live forever? But the question is, forever. Do you believe it? Never. Oh. Forever young. Sing it with me. I wanna be forever young. Oh. Do you really want to live forever? Here we go. Here we go. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Dr. King had a dream, but so do you. What are the passions that are inside you that you want to pursue? You know that people do not see you based on what you say. But they judge you based on your fruits that you harvest each day. You say you want to spend time with your family, but where are they? You say that you want to help the people, but who are they? You say that you want to build some wealth, but this world's got no sympathy for the people that spend the disposable cash on a new day. You say you want to get real rich in the game of real estate, but you can't get real unless you play. In the game, see, people should not judge you, but the world sure does. Will you be known as a doer or just another dust? Sing it. Forever young, I wanna be forever young. Success is a choice. Do you really want to live forever? What will you choose to do? Forever, never. Everybody cries and tell yourself little lies Like I, I did my best, I just ran out of time Well try taking, I did my best to the bank Then ask the teller to cash it in, ask her what she thinks Maybe she'll give you a sucker, cause you are just a sucker If you can't get off your ass unless told by your mother So do what Donald Trump says, think big and kick ass Reject mediocrity, there's no turning back Refuse to put off living in until you retire Now's the time to get off the couch Now's the time to be inspired Now is your time to make stuff happen Now is the time to be your soul's captain Now is your time to get stuff done Now is the time to be forever young Sing it! Forever young I wanna be forever young Forever young Do you really want to live forever? Forever Forever young The time will never be just right you must act now. I throw it out. You can throw it back if you want to. Stay tuned. Thrivetimeshow.com. I'm Jared Pawaka. I'm originally from Denver, but I live right here in Tulsa. So I have some friends that uh, are involved in Thrive. They referred me to it uh, about two years ago. I'm involved in an investment banking business. We provide uh, financial consulting around M&A, mergers and acquisitions, capital sourcing, and we also provide uh, accounting and uh, strategic finance uh, consulting to business owners. Definitely just how important it is to drive early on in your, your business development sales and systematizing your strategy, um, sales and, and workflows. It, it, it almost couldn't get any simpler. It's uh, no fluff. That's the first thing that comes to mind. No fluff. You're going to hit the ground running with practical business tips that, that cover the gamut. But we only really talk about what's relevant. Uh, there's a whole world of things that can confuse you, but we just, we just really focus on nuts and bolts. It's easy to get here. It's, uh, you certainly pick up immediately on what's going on. You know, sometimes you kind of have to warm up to it. That, that's not going on here. You hit the ground running, and actually, if uh, you're not paying attention, you might get left behind. Clay is, uh, he's funny, but he's brutal. I don't know if you can have that in the same person, but he is. He's, uh, they're, they're, humor is used to illustrate a point. So I describe, describe Clay as, again, no fluff, someone who's direct and to the point, doesn't normally waste a lot of words to get to 
uh, practical tips and ways to even customize it for your business. There's an opportunity to interact with them, which that's probably why you come here. So you're going to interact with fellow conference goers, drivers, uh, and Clay and part of his staff. So uh, there's breaks. You're going to interact at you know deeper level in between, but you can raise your hand and ask questions on an interactive basis. It's not going to be a crowd of 5,000. So if you've never attended a Thrive Time workshop, you're missing a, a, a chance to really get down to brass tacks in a short time period. You know, you're going to spend two days, whereas it might be otherwise wasted at a lot of other conferences. You're going to come away, probably save yourself five years of business school. It's not a stretch to say save yourself maybe five years of business school in two days. So, um, you know, there's not a product to sell. There's value that you receive immediately. And I think there's ample opportunity for you to follow up but you're gonna sell yourself into different things. If you've enjoyed your time here, you'll be looking for more interaction from Thrive15.com, from the books that's, that Clay and his uh, mentors and people that he works with, they, they've all collaborated to create incredible products that you might have interest in afterwards. But in the conference itself, there's no upsell. You owe it to yourself. If there's such a thing as cheating yourself by not doing something, this is it. If you don't come and spend the, the investment in yourself and in your business, you're, uh, you're cheating yourself. That's, that's what I would say to people. That's what you're missing out on. You don't know what you're missing out on. I'm telling you, I might even pay for your, it might be crazy to say, but I might even pay for your, your uh, time here. It's that, worth, it's that worthwhile. Glad to refer anybody to it. This life's not easy. I'm not made out of steel. Don't forget that I'm human. Don't forget that I'm real. Act like you know me, but you never will. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark, the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year and the father of five kids. And today's entire show is focused on your purpose, helping you achieve your purpose because you have, I believe, that this is the day that the Lord has made and that we should rejoice and be glad in it. And I believe that God has a, a fabulous plan, a huge plan for your life, but it requires you to take action. I believe that God's given us options, given us choices. And if you say, well, I don't, I don't want to talk about God. Why do we have to make this religious? Fine. I believe that you have options. And I believe that one of those options is to fail by default. I believe that you have the option. You can decide to basically just live a life by default. So you 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 do that, okay? So you go to college, um, you get the degree, right? You get the student loan. You go ahead and get the car payment. You go ahead and and uh, uh, get the get the car payment, get the mortgage. You know, go ahead and wait till you're 30 to have the two kids, and then you do everything that that, that society at large would tell you to do. And what's going to happen is USA Today is showing statistically, if you look this up, nearly 7 in 10 Americans have less than $1,000 saved. Or you say, I don't like USA Today. I feel like there's a big bias there, you know, and so I read The Atlantic. Okay, fine. If you read The Atlantic, The Atlantic is saying that the majority of Americans have less than $400 saved. And you say, well, I don't believe in that. Well, then you go to, to Forbes. They say 63% of Americans don't have enough money in their savings to cover a $500 emergency. 
I don't like that either. Well, then you go to Gallup and you discover that only 13% of people like their job. And so I'm saying that your life is awesome. Your life it could be great. There's no reason that only 13% of you should enjoy what you're doing. And so step number four to live a life of purpose is you must understand that life is not a dress rehearsal. So you don't want to live in fear, right? Life is not a dress rehearsal, so don't live in fear. You know, so many people are afraid of lawsuits. They say, you know, I don't want to start a business because I might get sued. Everybody's going to get sued if you're in business for any amount of time at all. Everybody. You know, uh, you remember that song? It's uh, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life. Well, I kind of changed it to help it make it memorable, but it's if you want to start a successful business, you're going to definitely get sued. If you're going to start a business, you're going to get it sued. I mean, that's kind of a catchy ring, isn't it? A catchy ring to it, doesn't it have there? So if you're going to start a business, you're definitely going to be sued. It is going to happen. And when you get sued, it's okay because you have a business and you have insurance and you have a lawyer. Calm down. The other reason people don't start businesses is they say, well, I, I worry about what most people would say. I feel like we've abundantly covered that. Most people are not doing so well right now. So don't worry about what most people would say. Then they say well, the fear of judgment. I don't want to be judged. I mean, what if I go out there and start a business and it fails? Well, okay, let's, let's do an example. When we started uh, Elephant in the Room, our men's uh, grooming lounge, it was the idea of my brother-in-law. It was his vision, Justin Moore, to start the best men's grooming uh, facility in uh, the world. He wanted to make a place where guys could come for a country club level haircut experience, but they could try their first service for a dollar. He believed that he could make something so awesome that if you just came in one time that you would never go back. And so he created the elephant in the room. Yes, I helped him with the name. Yes, I helped him with the marketing strategies. But he had to take that leap of faith to invest his time and money into the idea. You know, I, the way I set it up was that I would match him. Every dollar he put in, I would match. But he had to step out on, in faith and uh, do something that, you know, it, it could be a little bit scary. And uh, maybe some of you need a notable quotable right now. Maybe you say, you know what, um, I... Um, I'm struggling with this faith concept, not not in a religious context, but I'm just struggling with it um, for business. You know, I feel like I, 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 I'm a guy who believes in myself or a lady who believes in myself, but I, I just I feel like I don't know what to do. I, I feel like I'm just overwhelmed and I might fail. And well, this is what Martin Luther King Jr. had said. And I want to read this to you. He says, faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. Someone should write that down right now. I'm going to repeat that. Faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. And so it is absolutely critically important for you, for me, and for everybody listening that we take the time needed to clearly define our F6 goals, our faith, our family, our finance, our fitness, our friendship, our fun. Make a list of those goals. And then what we do is we're going to say, okay, how much does it cost to achieve those goals? How much money do I need to, to buy back my time freedom or, or to, so I have the time in my schedule, frankly, to do that? You know, on a very simple level, I remember I used to have to mow the lawn every Saturday. Every Saturday, I'm like, ah, oh, frick, I gotta mow the lawn, you know. 
some of you are listening right now going, I love mowing the lawn. That's my thing I do. Fine. You can love mowing the lawn. I don't like mowing the lawn. People don't like me mowing the lawn. I find a way to break everything, every chain. I can't ever fill it up properly with, with the right oil. I, I, I just, my blades are always dull. I run over electrical cords. Bad things always happen when I do mechanical things. And so I'm out there mowing, just, and I'm thinking, you know what? One day I'm going to make enough money to pay someone else to do that. But I am not, I, I, I'm not going to do it. And then, then like dry cleaning, you know, I used to iron my own shirts, you know, taking like half of my morning ironing a shirt, trying to get my collar to look decent so I wouldn't look like a moron, you know, and I couldn't afford a professional dry cleaner. And I thought, you know, one day I'm going to hire someone to dry clean my clothes. And then one day I thought, you know, I'm going to hire someone to make my sales calls. And I'm going to hire somebody to help me uh, manage the team. And then I'm going to hire somebody to help me run the ads. And then, bam, now we have beautiful, successful companies uh, between Dr. Z and I, you know, and he has the largest optometry clinic now uh, in Oklahoma. Uh, Dr. Robert Zellner and Associates is expanding its memorial location as well as the Harvard location. You know, we've got the the, the top auction. Uh, his, his auction is unbelievable. Z66 auto auction. Uh, we have Elephant in the Room, the Men's Grooming Lounge. Uh, we started the, the largest wedding photography company on the planet called EpicPhotos.com. But it all starts with faith. You've got to take that first step. And for many of you, I would encourage you to take a, you know, a baby step, maybe a, a, small ste- a small step for mankind, a step in the right direction. And I would encourage you to book um, your, a ticket to attend the next in-person Thrive Time workshop. Now, our next workshop is April 21st and 22nd. That's April 21st and 22nd. And if you read the reviews, if you, if you type in um, Thrive Time, or if you, just, if you type in Thrive 15 and then Space Jinx or, or Thrive Time Workshops or Thrive 15 Workshops, uh, you'll, you'll find it. But I would encourage you to type in Thrive 15 Space Jinx, J-E-N-K-S, so you can read the reviews. But we have people coming in from all over the country, and they're, it's unbelievable the, the, the results that they're achieving. We had one lady who came to the event. And she has a therapy company. Her name is Jennifer, and she lives in uh, 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 Tucson, Arizona. It's a physical therapy company. And she came, and she just testified. She shared with the group that she's grown from three clinics to six just in the past 18 months as a result of what she's been learning. I mean, we have one local company in Tulsa that I can think of right now, and I I don't want to give up all their information because I don't have permission to do so, but these guys have tripled the size of their business. They're pulling in $15,000 a week of profit now every single week. And they used to make like, you know, $15,000 like every six months. I mean, and this is just a a single guy and his girlfriend. They're getting it done. I mean, it's awesome. We've got a mortgage company that's top of Google just getting it done. You have Barbie Cookies uh, gone from, you know, a smaller shop to now a bigger shop, opening up her new downtown location. And, and, And is it a result of me being a genius? No, it's a result of them understanding that life is not a dress rehearsal and they have to take action. Now, yes, we can teach you the specific moves, the specific things that you need to know to to grow a successful business. And if you go to thrivetimeshow.com and click on conference, we can teach you about our conferences. But at the end of the day, you've got to take action. You know what I mean? Uh, Thomas Edison said vision without execution is hallucination. You have got to take action, right? The choice is yours. So here's a notable quotable that comes at us hot from Steve Jobs. Now, Steve Jobs, 
was the co-founder of Apple. I've never heard of Apple at all. I don't use Apple products. I've never, no, I'm more of a PC guy, thank you. Okay, well, he's also the guy who was the, the former CEO of Pixar. You know, Toy Story would have never happened without Steve Jobs. Because what happened was, is that George Lucas was, uh, was going through a divorce, which is not a, a positive thing. And he had invested tons of time and money in building uh, Pixar. But Pixar hadn't produced a movie yet. They never had a movie that was successful. And so as he's going through the divorce, he reaches out to his buddy, uh, Steve Jobs. You're going to hear this concept over and over. But the Eagles soar with the Eagles. You know, who, who, your, your network is your net worth. Um, who you surround yourself with will determine uh, how much money you make. You, know, you, you actually become the average of your, the five people you spend the most time with. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. So what I'm, I'm trying to encourage you with here, Steve Jobs gives you this notable quote. Well, he says this. He says, remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool that I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Now, a little context. He's giving this speech to a group of Stanford graduates. You know, he didn't even graduate from college. You know, he was too busy starting his own business. But then Stanford asked him to come back and to give their uh, commencement ceremony. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to queue up the, the clip. I'm going to have the guys in the booth queue up the clip so you can hear from Steve Jobs himself this notable quotable. Remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Because almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death, leaving only what is truly important. Remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. You are already naked. There is no reason not to follow your heart. About a year ago, I was diagnosed with cancer. I had a scan at 7.30 in the morning and it clearly showed a tumor on my pancreas. And here is where most of us uh, find ourselves when we have our breakthrough. You see, most of us don't have a breakthrough until we have a breakdown. I've seen this over and over again in my own life and in the lives of others. There's, there's just something that, that uh, uh, keeps us from wanting to be proactive as humans. We just have this natural tendency to drift I call it Satan, but some people don't want to call it the devil. Um, so what happens is we, we procrastinate, we put off doing what we should do. And so I found myself at a very successful company, and the doctor calls and uh, said, you need to be here when we uh, tell your wife the news. And I said, what news? And he says, no, you need to just be here at the clinic. I can't tell her without you uh, being, being present. And so I'm racing in my mind thinking what's wrong with my son what's going on what 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 could the report possibly be and uh the doctor looked at my wife and i and he said uh, uh clay and vanessa um your son is blind um he's not i remember him saying the baby is not seeing and all of a sudden when i heard that Everything that, that wasn't important became immediately clear, and what was important became immediately clear. And I changed the way I was living my life, and that's why now I do the Thrive Time show. That's why we do our conferences. That's why we do Thrive15.com. I'm a man on a mission to help you get in the, a great position financially. Stay tuned. We're going to teach you more about how to live a life of purpose when we come back. So us how to do the right thing. Coming down like lightning. 
Hi, I'm Jeff Finn. I'm from Wichita, Kansas with Augustino Brewing Company. So my business partner told me all about Thrive. At first, I thought he was kidding, but being here, it's real deal. Being here, I'm learning that systems is a number one thing that you've gotta have. Without the systems, you can't be successful. There's a lot of energy that goes on around here, and it's, it's something that you feel all the way through, even during breaks. This place is pretty relaxed. People here, they, they greet you every morning. They're welcoming you into the facility, and uh, it, it's got a vibe that's really just relaxed. Uh, it feels really nice to be in this building. Clay's, he's definitely got a lot of energy. It's something where you know he's telling you something, you can feel his passion. It's something you're, you're taking away a lot of information, and he's condensing this down, but boy, it's something that's down to earth, and, and you're just walking away knowing that you've got the information you need to be successful. So far, the, the workshops have been delivered in such a way that you know the audience is asked to contribute. It might be something of reading from the book, you know, one of the notable quotables, or asking the questions. He's always prompting for questions. People who haven't ever been to a Thrive Time conference, they're missing a lot of information that could help them take their businesses to the next level. So with Thrive Time, there's no upsell. Another thing that you get with this conference compared to others, there's a desk. Thrive Time, I think, is going to be a, a big benefit to me and my organization. I'm going to be able to take this information back and apply things immediately. All right, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio, the show where we are all about you and helping you grow a successful business, helping you start a successful business. I want you to think about something real quick as we're kind of queuing up the Back to the Future theme music. Who made the back? To, who made the, the movie Back to the Future? Who was the director that made Back to the Future? Who is the, who is the writer? Who, who are these people? Does anybody know? If you know, text me 918-851-6920. 918-851-6920. And if you, if, you get, if you get it right, I'll give you the first person to answer. 918-851-6920. I'll give you a copy of my book, Thrive. So we're looking for the answer from the Thrive Nation. Oh, here it is. It's Steven Spielberg. That's right. Steven Spielberg. Uh, you, sir, with the, with the phone number, I'll have our team get in touch with you. You win the book. But here is the deal. Steven Spielberg. Well, what other movies has Steven Spielberg made? I, I'm kind of familiar with that name. Are you kind of familiar with that name? Of course we're familiar with that name. The thing is, are we going to spend our life watching watching people on TV live live their lives? Or are we going to make a life that's that, that other people want to watch on TV? Have you ever thought about that? Like, do you want to have a life that's so awesome that people want to watch it on TV? Or do you want to watch other people's awesome lives on TV? Well, Steven Spielberg, uh, you know, he's made E.T. He's made The Color Purple, Saving Private Ryan, Jurassic Park, Amistad, Ro uh, War of the Worlds, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. So here's the deal. The thing that people don't know about Steven Spielberg that's interesting is that he was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. I thought he was born in Hollywood. No, he's born in Cincinnati, Ohio. And what happened is, is that he had this, this vision and this goal to someday become like the movie producer that he is today, the, the director that he is today. So what he did, while he was still a student, he was working as an unpaid intern. He, uh, he was trying to get a job as an unpaid intern while, while still working as a student. So what he did is he just showed up 
one day. And he showed up, and he basically snuck his way in past the security booth. This is a true story. He snuck his way in past past the uh, security booth, and he ended up um, essentially just starting. He's just started working. And there's a, there's a role called a gripper, where if you're a gripper on a on a on a movie set, you're the guy that hauls the cords and cables around and keeps things from getting tangled. And so he basically just started working as a grunt or a gripper or whatever whatever you want to call it, just working for free. But you understand, like, he had been turned down. He didn't have an actual internship. He didn't have a degree uh, that said, hey, you get this You get this job because of this degree. He didn't have that connection, didn't have a family member at the studio. He just showed up and started working for free. And as it turns out, it's kind of hard to say no to somebody who's working for free. But in his mind, he had a definite chief aim, right? He had a, he had a definite chief aim. He said, this is what... I want to do. I want to do this with my life. I want to become successful. And so I need to start. I need to start with the tools I have. You know, uh, a lot of times we're waiting for another uh, outside um, third party resource to come and help us. But inspiration is the reward. Again, I repeat that. Someone needs to write that down. Inspiration is the reward. Right. It's, it's not it's 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 not a deal where the inspiration is going to come first. A lot of people just get I mean, it's just in terms of like a, the, the timeline of success. It's just not correct thinking. Um, you have to start taking action and then you will get inspired or you might have to have a breakdown. Hopefully you don't before you have your breakthrough. So many entrepreneurs, I talk to these top level entrepreneurs and I say, well, how did you get inspired to start the company or what was the motivation or when did you first get going? And so many of, of people say, you know, I, I actually got laid off, and so I didn't have another opportunity. And so I started just using the tools that I had at my disposal, and uh, that tool that I began using was, um, you know, uh, my, my, my cakes. I started making cakes. I started selling those cakes. I started selling those cookies. You know, I was a single mom. I'm, I'm out there trying to support myself. I just, just finished up a, a – you know, I just made it through a divorce I just finished a divorce, and I'm a single mom, and so I'm, I'm, I'm selling cookies. And that's the story of Barbie cookies. I mean, how did she get started? She was a lady. She went through a divorce. She's a single mom trying to take care of her family, so she, so she did the best that she could. But she started with the tools that she had, right? She ha you have to start with um, anything you can find. You can't, you can't wait to be inspired. You know, George Washington Carver didn't even know his own uh, family. He he didn't wasn't even given a real name. You know, he was born a slave, and he went on to transform the peanut industry, uh, totally changed the way that people farm today. But he said, "Where there is no vision, there is no hope." So you got to start with a big vision for your life. You've just got to start with a vision for your life. Well, then George Washington Carver comes on uh, goes on to say, "When you can do common things of life in an uncommon way, you will start to command the attention of the world." And so then, then he goes on to say, and I, you might be taking notes here. He says, there is no shortcut to achievement. Life, require, life requires thorough preparation. Veneer isn't worth anything. But Steven Spielberg had to get started. He had to start with the tools he had. He had to get going. He said, I don't have, you know, this connection. I don't have this formal internship, but I'm going to start there. And I'm going to be the best gripper there's ever been on the planet of the earth. No one's going to be more organized and no one's going to work harder than me. And I'm not even getting paid. And when you start to bring that level of diligence, you're going to stand out, right? You're going to get the attention of the world. You know, Ryan Tedder, 
a, a Tulsa, Oklahoma, who is obviously a Grammy-winning artist. He's the, the songwriter for, for One Republic. He writes for Beyonce. He writes for Adele. He writes for U2. Uh, he went to Oral Roberts University at the same time I did. I knew the guy. He's a great dude, but he did something that you could do. He went out on a limb, because that's where the fruit is. What? He went, on the, he went out on, on, on a limb because that is where the fruit is. You might need to tell three people that today. Go out on the limb because that's where the fruit is. He left the trunk, goes out on the limb. He applies for an internship, and he gets it. And do you know how much he was paid? A little pop quiz here. Thrive Nation, you want to text me right now? 918-851-6920. 918-851-6920. How much did he get paid? How much did Ryan Tedder get paid at his first internship? And the answer is... Zero. He did not get paid at all. That's right. He did not get paid at all. But he started with the tools that he had. He had a definite chief aim. So step number five, you must have a definite chief aim. We started at the beginning that you have to have a purpose, but a definite chief aim is like the specific thing you're going after right now. Now that you know your big, big purpose, you got to focus on what's the first step you can take. What's the first action that you can make? And Napoleon Hill has a notable quotable. Napoleon Hill, the best-selling author that I named my son after, he says this, The jack of all trades is seldom good at any. Concentrate all of your efforts on one definite chief aim. You've got to, you've got to figure out what is, the, what is the next step. But I'll tell you this right now. Your next step is to get out to an in-person workshop, an in-person Thrive15.com workshop. What you do is you go to Thrive15.com and you click on conferences. And when you click on conferences, I want you to book the date for April 21st and 22nd. But before you do it, you should probably read the reviews. Read reviews from real people just like you. But don't give up. You absolutely can live a purposeful life. Stay tuned. Don't you give up. My name is Keith Schultz. I'm with uh, Witness Security. I'm from here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I first heard about the Thrive Time uh, workshops, you know, through Clay Clark. Uh, he's been working with uh, my business now for fairly close to three months. Uh, it's been a phenomenal experience of him being able to teach us his methods and processes just on a one-to-one -one basis, and then he. Uh, talked about the workshops on his radio program, so therefore we decided to come. A few things that we've learned is uh, just the simple basics of you know, how to do sales appointments and how to convey your thoughts to our future clients and be able to help them decide what they need as far as their security needs. And also uh, just the basics of the internet and how to function that and make that work for you in a business. Also, as far as not only the internet, but just the general roundabout business uh, principles that you need to convey to everybody so that people will call. The overall Thrive Fine experience that I've experienced here, not only is it just exciting, just the way that it's mixed with uh, just funny stories, funny real stories to be able to help people understand that you know building a business is hard work and not only is it hard work but it is rewarding if you follow through with the same principles and methods that he uh, puts forth if you choose not to do so 
then you probably choose to fail. His teaching style is amazing out of the fact that uh, he's able to tell stories that not only are they real, uh, but they're funny, but yet at the same time uh, teach them with a principle that we can apply to each and every day-to-day uh, practice in whatever business it is. So therefore, if you take these principles that he applies, you know, through the stories that he, he conveys and everything, it's virtually a guarantee that they'll work. What are they missing if they never attend? They miss the opportunity to be able to go out on their own. They miss the opportunity to be able to uh, do things for their families and be able to uh, have the time that they need for the things that they want to do. I've attended a few workshops in the time or conferences in the, in the past, but as a rule, they do have something that you're going to have to buy in the end. That's the thing about this. There is no buying at the end. Either you take the th principles that he provides to you with the, and the methods that he provides to you at no cost, for the most part, and make them work for you, then there is no upsell. It, it's, he provides you the materials for you to do the work. And if you choose not to do the work, that's between you and whoever. Uh, but he's not trying to sell you anything. He's just trying to help you. I'd recommend just about anybody, and I have recommended in the last three months, I've recommended dozens of people to at least listen to the program and try to apply some of the things they've, uh, they talk about in the, on the Thrive Time show. And if you do, I guarantee it'll work. Just got to apply them. I want to be a billionaire so freaking bad Buy all of the things I never had I want to be on the cover of Forbes magazine Smiling next to Oprah and the Queen All right, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. In full disclosure, I've never actually been... Uh, on the cover of Forbes uh, magazine. But if you do Google Forbes and uh, the name of our online school, Thrive 15, uh, you'll see we've been featured in Forbes twice. Uh, I've been featured in Fast Company. Uh, and I will tell you, Forbes uh, has said that we are one of the top tools on the planet for teaching people how to become a successful entrepreneur. And I believe that everybody listening right now, I believe that you have a, a purpose for your life. I believe that, that you have been um, settling for um, just surviving. I think, I think we all have figured out how to just survive. I mean, I think universally, we don't need tips. We don't need a self-help on uh, 18 tips to live until you're about 72. That's the average. No. But what we need is some tips for how do we go to the next level? Because the average American, seven out of 10 Americans, as I shared earlier on the show, have less than $1,000 saved, according to, the, to USA Today. Well, you're going, well, that's probably just because they're, you know, just starting out. No, this is of all ages. And then you go, okay, well, then why are it, well, but they're, they're probably just building up wealth or just getting started. Well, then you go on to read, Gallup says that just 13% of you even like your, your job. So if you don't like your job and you're not getting ahead, and if you just go down the rabbit trail of looking up another, another statistic, okay, this is from uh, Forbes. It says 63% of Americans don't have at least $500 saved for an emergency. So if you're exchanging all of your time uh, for money, but you don't have any money at the end of the day anyway, what's the point? 
I, I frankly don't know if you don't have a purpose. And that's why this entire show is about helping you find your purpose and then teaching you specifically how to achieve your goals, how to turn your uh, goals into reality. And at the last conference, uh, a lot of people go up to uh, thrivetimeshow.com and they'll click on conference. And when they go up there, they'll book a ticket and they'll fly out to Tulsa uh, for a conference. We have just hundreds and hundreds of people that, that do this all the time. We've had we've spoken to thousands of people all over the world. And when they come to the workshop, so many people describe it as like the Disneyland uh, for entrepreneurs. Our facility is unbelievable. It's a 20,000 square foot facility. It's like a Disneyland for the entrepreneur. You're surrounded with entrepreneurial uh, quotes and history and stats and the workshops are interactive and they're fun. And when I talk to people, many of them go, hey, I, I, I just feel so overwhelmed. I don't even know where to start. And I'm just telling you this. You, my friend, need a business Yoda. You need, you need a business Yoda. You know what I mean? And I don't know if, you, if you're listening to this and you're like, I've never seen Star Wars. I don't know what Yoda is all about. I'm not sure why you're even referencing Yoda right now. Is this supposed to be a business show? Well, Yoda was basically supposed to be this wise wizard who knew everything about um, uh, the Force, which was like their mystical, spiritual power, and he decided to uh, head off uh, and live in seclusion. And then uh, he would uh, occasionally uh, mentor the next generation of successful um, Jedi, which was like ninjas, okay? And uh, so anyway, you just need a business Yoda. Or it could, say, it could be said that you need a business coach. Well, Eric Schmidt, the CEO of Google, uh, he was asked in, in Fortune magazine, you know, what's the number one advice that you could give to anybody, uh, any business person? He says, my best, my, he said, my advice to you is to have a coach. And he said, he goes on to say, uh, the coach doesn't have to play the sport as well as you. They have to watch you and get you to be at your best. In, business, in a business context, a coach is not a repetitious coach. A coach is somebody who looks at something with another set of eyes, describes it to you in his words, and discusses how you approach the problem. And he goes, and I'm telling you, if, if you read the, the, the entirety of the quote, it's, it's amazing because he didn't want to have a coach. He felt like, okay, I, I could probably just do it on my own. But if you look at the fruit of your life and you're not getting ahead, perhaps now is the time to seek out a business Yoda. Okay, now that you're open to the idea of a business Yoda, you need to actually go to thrivetimeshow.com. Go to thrivetimeshow.com and book your ticket. If you've already been to one, you can come again. What? I can come again? And when you, you fly in, when you drive in, when you get to the Thrive15.com world headquarters, the dojo of mojo in beautiful Jinx America, there our team of business coaches will teach you how to start and grow a successful business. Come to Thrive15.com, you will. Learn the force. Learn how to start a successful business, you will. <laughs> My friend, you can learn how to start a successful business. Dr. Zellner and I have both learned the business force. We know how to do it. There's no smoke and mirrors. You've got to learn search engine optimization. You've got to learn sales. You've got to learn uh, marketing. You've got to learn how to build a performa. It's not that complicated. I'm telling you, you can do it. It's not that complex. It's just you need to know what to do, and you have to be a diligent doer. You know, Proverbs 10.4 says that God blesses the hand of the diligent, but you've got to apply uh, effort. You've got to do what you can do, 
and let God do what he can do, okay? But you've got to you've got to first take the first step and get out there to an in-person Thrive Time workshop. Now, step number 6 is you must focus on increasing your self-discipline to increase your time and financial freedom. Again, if you want to increase your time and financial freedom, you've got to increase your own level of self-discipline. And and I don't and I don't know what it is. I just feel like there's I feel like there's somebody listening right now who um, you, you are going through something. Um, you're, you're going through a, a major uh, business crisis. Um, you're, you're, you're finding yourself right now where you're working all the time. You're, you're never getting to, you never have a chance to see your kids because you're working seven days a week. And at the end of the, at the, end of the month, you're running out of money. And you're going, how, how is it possible that I'm working so hard and I'm not getting ahead? But you know, you, you feel like maybe you're too old to figure it out. You know what I mean? You feel like, hey, I'm, I'm in my 50s. I can't do it. Well, guess what? Colonel Sanders, you know, the KFC guy, he did not have any success at all until later in life. Did you did you know that uh, uh, Ray Kroc uh, didn't, didn't have any really success in the world of business until his 50s? 50s. So, Thrivers, listen, you can do this. Do you know that Walt Disney was dead broke at the age of 36? He had spent all of the money he had to produce a feature film, and he had to go out there and get another loan just to pay the bills. So I'm telling you what, I, I just know there's somebody out there who it feels like you, you can see your future, and you're saying to yourself, you know, farther along here, I want to be in a different spot. If I go a little bit farther along in my life, I want to be in a different spot that I am now. But you realize that if you stay this course, and you don't have the self if you if you don't have the self awareness and the self discipline needed to get out to a, a transformative uh, workshop. If you're thinking, well, what do I have to lose? If you but if you don't actually book the ticket, you're never going to get out of that cycle. So I'm telling you, you've got to go to thrivetimeshow.com. We have a scholarship available. And so if you can't afford it, guess what? It's Christmas now. You can. We want to have you come out here. We're going to sit down with you. We're going to teach you what you need to do to, do to start or grow a successful company. Google Barbie cookies. Google the Tulsa Oilers. Do a Google search for elephant in the room. Look at Dr. Robert Zeller and Associates. Um, look at uh, Dr. Z66 Auto Auction. Look at our businesses. Look at Epic Photography. Look at the fruit of our lives and know that we are here to help you get to where you want to go. You can do it, my friend. Your success doesn't have to be super far from now. It could be just a little bit farther along. Farther along. You can do it. We'll come on. No all about. Stay tuned. Thrivetimeshow.com. Father we will understand why. My name is Mel Wright, and I am from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I am a photographer for family and weddings and portrait photography. My head is so full of things, I don't even know where to start. Um, basically, I have learned that. I need to stay focused and be motivated and make checklists and actually do those things. And I have learned that I need to make a really good website, get reviews for my website, uh, get on Google Maps and like have a location that people can see, have testimonials, have re reviews. The Thrive 15 headquarters is amazing. It's like this big open space with lots of natural light, lots of like knickknacks all around that inspire clay and lots of quotes that are just inspiring and it's a fun upbeat office. Clay's presentation style is 
really entertaining and motivational. He is so lively and really, really good at communicating to people um, all of the knowledge in his head. He has so much about business and running a business and having a successful business in his mind that he can just like really communicate with the average person. So the interaction at the speaking event with Clay is very personal. It's he's like right there, right in front of you. We're all sitting at desks and we have like a book. He gives you a book to write notes in and it's like his own book that he wrote and he is going through it with you step by step, uh, letting you ask questions, answering those questions, giving examples, writing on a whiteboard. He's got videos, he's got lots of like um, visual and emotional and like sound that you can really learn everything he's telling you. So Clay's business workshop will not try to upsell you. He literally is just full of information and knowledge and just wants to share it with you and answer your questions. He's not going to try to upsell you. He really just wants you, any motivated person to be better and he just, he won't, he's not, it's not a scam. It's just a really amazing learning experience. I would recommend this workshop to anyone who is even just remotely thinking about having their own business because it takes your mindset from, well, this is going to be a lot of work and impossible and I'll never be successful at it, to I could do this. I could absolutely do this. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio, the place that you go to make your wallet grow. Uh, my name is Clay Clark. I'm the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year. And something magical happened at our last workshop. Something something incredible. Uh, something uh, life-changing. Uh, we had a woman from Tucson, Arizona, that's one of the members of the Thriver community. Uh, she listens to the podcasts. She's a member of the online school, the, the, you know, the, the $19 a month, uh, Thrive15.com. And... Uh, she came here from Tucson and she testified in front of a group of her peers that she's been able to double the size of her business over really um, the span of like 18 months. Well, a guy comes up to me and he says that he just feels overwhelmed and that like he doesn't have what it takes to be successful. You know, he just feels like that he couldn't do it. And I was trying to explain to the guy, man, listen, I dropped out of college I took algebra three times. Um, I, you know, struggled immensely in in a great many areas. But then once I learned the, the proven business systems, life was was much easier for me. Well, then he goes on to explain some personal situations he's dealing with, and then that's when it happened. Um, you know, my dad passed away um, this year of ALS, which is. Uh, Lou Gehrig's disease. So what that does and what that feels like is it's basically your body over time gradually atrophies, but your mind is there. And they put you on increasingly more medication and, and uh, more medication. Every time I came to visit my dad, he knew less and less of what was going on. And then on the 4th of September, uh, he suffocated and, and passed away. And uh, luckily we were there at the home looking him in the eyes when it happened. And it didn't feel good, but because I know of my purpose for my life and because I know where I'm headed I um, and, and what I'm all about, I can honestly say that I miss my dad on a daily basis more than you could possibly know. But, but yet, 
I, I didn't feel like I was living an empty life. I didn't feel like, okay, because of this um, break down that we had emotionally, all of a sudden now I need to find a breakthrough or some meaning to life. Um, I actually know what I'm what I'm doing. I think I think I think I think success is 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 knowing where you're going and knowing that you're en route to that place. Um, just knowing where you're going with your life and then knowing that you're what that what you're doing right now is getting you a step closer to that. Um, I think that 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 uh, hopelessness is when you're drifting. When, you, when you're not getting closer to where you want to go and you actually feel as though your actions you're taking today are getting you f- farther away further away from where you want to go. And that is why if you study the lives of every success story out there, and I've read so many autobiographies, and they all, when you, when you boil them down and you say, what are the common denominators? What are the things in the... Uh, in this success story that are similar to this one. You know, so let's do an example. Uh, Andrew Carnegie, you know, went on to become the world's second wealthiest man and then the first wealthiest man, only only behind Rockefeller. It was kind of a back and forth between him and John D. Rockefeller. Well, the guy started working at age 13, age 13, as a uh, what they called a bobbin boy. Basically, he changed uh, spools of thread in a cotton mill. He worked there 12 hours a day, six days a week in a Pittsburgh cotton factory. Okay, he started making a dollar 20 per week, which in today's dollars would be thirty six dollars and thirty six cents per week adjusted for inflation. All right. So he started off working there, but he did the best job he could possibly do. He got the attention of his boss and then his boss's boss, and he went on to develop a mentorship relationship, a mentor relationship with one of the most wealthy people uh, of his time. And if you look at his success, he pointed it back to finding that mentor, this concept he calls the mastermind, the concept that he wanted Napoleon Hill to write about. As Napoleon Hill, he asked Napoleon Hill to document his success principles, the moves that would work for you and me, their universal timeless principles into a book called Think and Grow Rich. And those timeless success principles, uh, one of them is you have to have this thing called the mastermind. Basically, you become like the people you're around. Everybody needs a mentor because you can either learn from mentors or mistakes. And so Dr. Z and I got together and we built Thrive15.com, which is now the world's best and most affordable online business school. And we believe in it so much that the first month that you try out the program, you only have to pay a dollar. And then every month thereafter, it's only a whopping $19. But the thing is, you've got to take that first step. And that first step for many of you, okay, in the sixth step, we're talking today about the seven steps that you need to take to guarantee your success. Okay, we're talking about finding your purpose and ensuring that you get there. That next step you need to take, and the first step for many of you, is you must maintain, You must focus on increasing your self-discipline to increase your time and financial freedom. You know, Andrew Carnegie said this. He says, people who are unable to motivate themselves must be content with mediocrity, no matter how impressive their other talents. My friend, you have got to, to f- find a way to motivate yourself to take that action. And for many of you, that first step, and for Jennifer, it was just taking the first step. I mean, here she's grown this this, this massive physical rehabilitation company in Tucson, Arizona. But her first step was was your, your first step. You need to get out to an in-person Thrive 
Thrivetimeshow.com workshop, an in-person two-day workshop. Get up there to thrivetimeshow.com. We have a scholarship available for you. It's $500 a ticket, and that allows you to bring up to three additional people in your office. But if you can't afford it, we have a scholarship. We've never turned somebody down. We had a guy text me this weekend, and he says, hey, listen, it was like a fire hose of knowledge. I learned more in two days than I've learned in my previous 30 years on the planet. Thank you, guys. And and I'd love to take all the credit for it, but I can tell you I've traveled around the world interviewing the most successful people. They've taught us their moves, their systems. We've canonized it. We've systemized it. We broke it down into actionable bite-sized bites into a book called The Boom Book. And I'm just telling you what we teach you this. We give you the book at the workshop, and it is an absolute game changer for many of you. But you've got to find a way to motivate yourself. Now, this final step, this final step, is you must embrace that failure is a prerequisite to success. I repeat, failure is a prerequisite to success. When you grasp that idea and how different that is from the way that everybody else is living, your life will begin to change. Please understand what I'm saying to you. Failure is a prerequisite to success. You know, Thomas Edison is the inventor of the light bulb. He also gave 10... He, thousand failed experiments to his team he presented them hey failure we tested it it didn't work it didn't work 10,000 failed experiments could you imagine what that would feel like to have failed 10,000 times what if you just failed once a day that would only be 365 failures per year if you failed 365 times per year how many years would it take your team to get to 10,000 failed experiments you got to understand this. If you look at the timelines of success, look at how long it took Google to make a profit. These homeboys were slaving away for nearly five years before they made a profit. Could you imagine that? Look at Airbnb. Airbnb. Look at that company. How long did it take them to make a profit? Did you know that Walt Disney, Walt Disney lost it all twice? Do you know at the age of 36, he was broke. He spent all of his money trying to make a movie, and he ran out of money. He had to go get bank loans, and if he would not have had a, a, a relationship that he'd been working on for years, he would have lost it all again at the age of 36. Do you understand that he once ate dog food? This is a real example. This is what he actually did. Do, 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 do you grasp? Do, do, I want you to make sure that you understand this, that this truth can become your own. Henry Ford went bankrupt five times five times would you could you imagine what it would be like to go lose it all five times and i'm telling you what i don't care what you're going through right now i don't care if you're if your dad just passed away from als which happened to me i don't care if your son was born blind which happened to me i don't care if you got kicked out of college which happened to me i don't care if your roommate in college and your best friend got killed at the very time you were starting a business which happened to me I don't care if you're going through a physical illness. I don't care what you're going through. You have what it takes to make your life the best it can absolutely possibly be. You can do it. You can make your life epic. That's the name of my consulting company, Make Your Life Epic, because I know, I believe in that firmly that you have the dynamic capability to change. Your life isn't just the way it is. You're not, you don't have to just accept life the way it is. You have the ability to change things, but you have to take the first step. Thomas Edison has said it, and I will say it to you over and over again. Knowledge without application is meaningless. He says that vision without execution is hallucination. Tulsa's very own Jim Stovall 
talked about how he himself did not have a vision for his life until he lost his vision. I'm encouraging you right now, wake up. Let's do a checkup from the neck up. Let's go to thrivetimeshow.com. Let's book your two-day conference ticket, and let's begin transforming your life right now. My friend, God has a purpose for your life. Don't forget it. And you've given me the best gift that I've ever 